Welcome into Jets Nation Radio. I am Angus. Out always, as Jets Nation Radio is, is brought to you by Betway. So if you're in Ontario, 19 plus, make sure you go check them out. They got the NHL future odds. They got some preseason odds as well. CFL, NFL, whatever you need, head over to Betway, Ontario, 19 plus, and please play responsibly. We got uh, Braden Iwasco from CJOB joining us today. How's it going there, Braden? Yeah, doing great. Pumped to be back with you. Yeah, it's it's been a minute. We're going to have to start doing this a little bit more regularly because, boy, oh, boy, the Jets are a uh, fun team to kind of pay attention to here, eh? Yeah, you know what? It's it's interesting. I think every year we just never know really what to expect with this team. And uh, every year I'm sort of shocked at how it turns out. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, I've kind of said it a few times already, but it's uh, the Jets are either going to be a top 10 team or they're going to be a bottom five team. And they yeah. could fall into any position and you're just going to be like, yeah, that makes total sense for the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, it seems like everybody I talk to, some people are thinking, okay, this is a playoff team. They can make a push, a lot of depth. Or it's like, oh, I don't know how I feel about the Dubois trade. Did it make our team worse? It, it seems like everybody's all over the map, not just uh, maybe not just any, the fans. It's analysts. It's everybody you talk to. It's Nobody has any clue. You've heard people say that we might have lost that Dubois trade. Some I people thought that Shevel Dayoff walked away as an absolute champion in that one. That's what I think, too. I mean, I think uh, we replaced Wheeler's goals with Ayafalo. We get Velarde, who debatably is going to do more for us than Dubois would have, um, with a pick. And Rasmus Kapari is our fourth line center. I, I don't I don't really understand how we lose that. But, you know, I, yeah, some people are just silly, I suppose. Uh, but Gabe Velarde, man, I like what I saw out of him last night. I mean, that spinorama no-look backhander. How can you disagree with that? Yeah, it was pretty filthy. Um, the, my only concern with him is is finding the chemistry with those two guys because, I mean, he did try that um, that sort of same move or some passes that were getting interrupted uh, quite a few times before that. Um, but they but they locked down on that one. Beautiful pass, beautiful shot. Um, so it looks like that power play is doing well, but I think it'll just take a couple games to really cement that connection with those three guys. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I noticed that too last night when I was watching. I was like, ooh, maybe Gabe Velarde wasn't the right choice for this team. But as that game moved on, I mean, he had that breakaway where you're going to see sweet little moves from that from that guy. I know it was only the Oilers AHL squad last night, plus a couple of vets. But uh, I don't know. Gabe Velar- Gabriel Velarde has uh, just won my heart over here. And I hope for many Jets fans too. Yeah, I've been a big fan of Velarde for a while now. So when we got him, I was over the moon. Um, and then to get Ayafalo as well. Didn't know a ton about Rasmus Kapari before coming here, but uh, Ayafalo and Velarde, I was super, super high on. So I just those two guys, I thought we won the trade, never mind the rest of everything we got. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I was going back through some old stuff and I re- uh, I'd seen something where it was like, it looked like it was going to be Dubois and Harkins for Ayafalo and... Uh... I'm blanking. Quentin Byfield. Yes. I was just like, yeah, that would have been a cool trade. But uh, yeah, no. Jets walk away as an absolute winner. Uh, but we are at that point where what is the Jets 13th forward going to look like? Because there's a lot of guys kind of fighting for that spot. I mean, Gustafson had a nice goal last night. He was playing well. Uh, I mean, you can just Al, uh, Axel Johnson, Fialva, you can run through the list. But who do you think is going to cement that 13th spot? Yeah, for me, I think it's Gustafson. Um as much as I love uh, actually Yonsef Yalbi, um, 
it just doesn't seem like it's the right fit. Uh, I feel like we might be able to get a little bit more production out of Gustafson if it's a couple, you know, just a couple goals, couple points from that fourth line. I think that's the way they're, that it's trending. Um, but I could definitely see Fialbi's going to lay you know, flop back in once in a blue moon too. So, yeah, yeah, I, like that guy added some good depth for the Jets last year, and I mean he's got that two way contract, which is such such a good move on the Jets management alone anyway so send him up and down all you want all season yeah and of course injuries everything you know he's a quick speedy guy that can uh that, that can sort of move around the ice really well create plays he might not be the goal scorer he might not get the points but uh but he'll definitely you can always see him sort of making a difference out there which is nice yeah he never fails you in anything he always completes his assignments but uh yeah it just i mean he changed his stick like in drastic size from the year prior to last year so, I mean, he's learning a totally different game on how to be a defensive player. And I mean, we saw it. It was a pretty successful game. Yeah. Uh, okay. So which Jets defenders currently have the best chance of falling out of favor for one of those young guys stepping up? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's pretty well cemented. Um, it's tough for me. Neil Pionk is such a great player most of the time. Um a lot of time in his game, I see just some missteps. Um, you know, if he's going to pinch on the wall, he's letting a guy buy him, then it's a two-on-one. Or if it's it's a couple passes. We even saw a couple last night where he's giving away opportunities. Um, don't get me wrong. I don't think Neil Pionk's anywhere near going to be <laughs> leaving this lineup. Um, I think our defensive squad is pretty well cemented. Um, obviously, the Sandberg thing, uh, I, I, I think it's going to be him as well. Um but sort of as we go along here, I, I can't see there being too much of a too much of a switch in the next uh, next bit here. I did love Kyle Capabianco. Um, I think he's really, really growing on me. He's he's offensive. He's making plays. He's not you know, he's he's not letting anybody buy him on D. I, I think there's a lot of upside with this kid. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, you watch that guy roll into the corners get plays off and then still find himself back in the defensive zone. Like Kyle Capabianco, if the jets don't use him properly are really going to kick themselves in a matter of seasons or even a matter of games, not using him. Yeah. I even thought that last year where like he should be a top six defender with the Winnipeg jets. I agree. And, and when I look at Capabianco or Dylan Sandberg, I'm sort of, I'm leaning Capabianco as much as I love Sandberg. I know he's a good solid defenseman, but you know, I think just with some extra offensive input, I think Capabianco might end up being that guy. Maybe not this year necessarily, but uh, look for look for him coming up. Ooh. It, uh, so you wouldn't risk uh, trading a guy like Brennan Dillon to let somebody like a Capabianco or even a Hanela kind of step in. I know Hanela a very different game than uh, Brennan Dillon, but. Yeah, for me, I love what Brendan Dillon is to this team. Um, you know, he he's that he's that gritty, hard defenseman. He'll put his body in the line. He'll he'll you know shed the mitts once in a not once in a while, often. <laughs> um, and I think that that's something that this team needs back there. I think he's just a quality quality guy. And um, no, I can't see there being a whole lot of movement on the on the decor. So. I think this is this is the this is what we're going to be rolling it. with the rest of the year. 
Okay, just, I, I'm mostly asking about this just because, like, last week, Kevin Cheveldale said, like, you know, we essentially have the same team and they didn't do it for us. So maybe watch that back end open up a little bit. So I'm just... And I mean, like, there's so many young guys that are just itching for it. Like, I liked Billy Hanela's game the other night uh, against Edmonton. And yeah, yeah, he seemed like he's grown up a little bit more. And, you know, like, the the pressure has to be mounting on defenders three through five. I think Sandberg has pretty much cemented his spot with the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's going to be... It's such a tough, tough question because, again, none of, none of us know what's going on behind the scenes but um yeah I think Brennan Dillon is a lock the only person I mean when we look at Nate Schmidt's game it's not really necessarily the best but he's such a quality guy and such a part of the community and everybody loves him so I it, when I look up and down this the uh, our six defenseman I really can't see a situation of where we let anybody go which is a great thing because I think okay everybody plays with each other they know each other but we look at all the all the prospects we have that could be great NHL defensemen, and we're sort of letting letting it go. And I'm worried because how many more years do we have of their development before they're going to get sick and tired of waiting in the AHL? Yeah, I mean, like you you feel for a guy like Logan Stanley the most because he's he's worked for. I mean, he's not the best uh, Jets rookie defenseman or young defenseman, but you know that guy's been waiting for it and. I don't know if he's NHL quality, but he's definitely AHL and he should be playing a lot more minutes, but you know, contracts are contracts. You can't fix that. Unfortunately. Uh, are there any of the young defenders? Let's just say an injury happens uh, between now and opening night. Is there a young jet? Uh, yeah. Young jet that you would see filling in for a top six. I guess. I mean, yeah. Cap of Bianco. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm high on Cap of Bianco. Um, Billy Hanola. I've said this sort of for a while where I felt I feel bad for him because I think he could develop into a fantastic NHL defenseman, but he's got to get the time playing up there. Right. And with this team, he's not going to see a ton. Right. Maybe if a Morrissey goes down or something like that, where they need a bit of more, of more skilled uh, offensive defenseman. But if it's a guy like Nate Schmidt or Dylan Sandberg or Brendan Dillon going down, we're going to end up seeing Logan Stanley or maybe Capabianco. I would love to see Capabianco, but I think it would end up being Logan Stanley as the next guy up. Yeah, which is so sad because Logan Stanley just isn't that guy. I That's hate right. ripping on him so much because he seems like an all right dude. But uh, yeah, he just just doesn't have that intelligence for the NHL, unfortunately. I agree. And it's just it's a lot of I don't really know how to put this, but it's it's almost like robotic a little bit <laughs> when he's he's out there. It's it's not that smooth flow fluid. It's it's sort of him almost trying to force things to happen because he he can't make those those little plays that will make the difference. So it's yeah, it's it's frustrating to watch for sure, especially when you know that there's so much other talent that could replace him. Yeah, and I mean, like if you're gonna like he has that luxury of being six foot seven, use it to your advantage. Be the biggest, meanest asshole out there. Yeah. Um that's really all you have to do as Logan Stanley. And then you'll figure out the little passes. You don't have to be a perfect defenseman. Just, you know, find out what you're good at and figure out how to be mean. Yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, if the Jets could sign only one of Mark Shifley or Connor Hellebuck at the end of the season, who would you want and what would that contract look like? Well, this is a great question. Um, 
I I think when when you sort of sent me the list, I was like, okay, this one I'm I'm ready to go for. Uh, I'd love to see them sign uh, Hellebuck. I think Shifley is great for the contract we have him on, um, but there's also been stuff that is he really giving us his full effort, and does he want to be here? I think he does in a sense, but Hellebuck's the obvious answer. He is above and beyond anything. I mean, he he's he is the leader of this team. This team lives and dies by Connor Hellebuck. Maybe not so much this year as we got a lot more depth, but uh, he is unbelievable. And um, I think we could let Shifley, I don't want to say go, because I think either way we'd have to trade. If, if we can't resign them, we got to trade them. And I think we're, we'll, we'd get way more for Connor Hellebuck than we would for Mark Shifley. Um, so that's a tough situation. And now with uh, Lorenzo Swa back there, great goalie, played uh, just unbelievable last night, made some really nice saves. Um, and we've Connor, uh, Colin Delia back there as well. Um, and you know what? I thought he was outstanding game one. Uh, I think he's he could be an NHL back. He should be an NHL backup. I don't like that he's going to be uh, playing with the AHL team, but um, it is what it is. But that just shows the amount of goalie depth we have now, which is crazy. Uh, I haven't gotten to see Demon Chenches play yet, but I've, I've heard really good things about him as well. So it is it is crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, even if we do sign Hellebuck again, it's probably going to be a year, maybe two years, um, just to see in what direction this team's going to keep going. But uh, yeah, Shifley, I don't know. I mean, I think it's all going to come down to the fact of are we a one, two seed going into playoffs or are we a fringe playoff team that's just scraping by? Yeah. Yeah. So it, there's not many people that have said Hellebuck when I ask this question. So I'm always curious uh, just because, yeah, it, you know, what's more important to you, an elite goaltender or a number one center uh, who can score 40 goals? Uh, but I mean, I, I also look at the Jets' future of goaltender with uh, Dom uh, DeVicentes and Milich. Like those guys are already gonna so good, unbelievably so good. good. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you got Brusquois after that. If you can get that guy signed and Colin Delia, let's just say, not that many AHL starters are gonna stick around with Winnipeg. Uh, I don't know. I like to believe in this team with Mark Shifley a little bit more, just because it's so hard to find a number one centerman in yeah. this league. Uh, yeah. You know, even just trying to trade for one, impossible. Or you gotta let them grow up a little bit. Which, yeah. I mean, you could see with Cole Perfetti. Genuinely a possibility, but also that guy can get hurt where Mark Shifley's kind of a workhorse. Yeah, he is. And my only issue with Mark Shifley is as as a Winnipegger and in this Winnipeg market, you want guys that want to be here and that I feel like it's very... Our, the fans that watch this team are very blue-collar, work hard. And we don't see that all the time from Mark Shifley. He'll take five games off and we won't, you know you'll see he's not putting in the effort. And I think that's what really, really gets fans angry. And, you know, as much as I was in the stands last year at the rink, um, you that's all you were hearing was, like, it looks like we're not even trying out there. No, and that was just in the back half of the season. But you look at that first half of the season, you saw a new man in Mark Shifley. And, I yeah. mean, if you could see that for 65 games of a season with Mark, yeah. oh. That dude would be selling jerseys left and right, and you would see 55 thrown out throughout the building. For sure, for sure. I mean, he's always been a favorite in Winnipeg. I think it's just over the last couple of years that people have 
a little bit turned on him. A couple comments here and there. Um, I still like Mark Shifley. I think he's a very, very good centerman, um, especially for the contract we have him on right now. Um, and that's the other thing, right? We're never going to get another first-line center that's going to be paid what we have been paying Mark Shifley the past bunch of years. Unbelievable so, deal with that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's a great player. Him and Kyle Connor work so well together. And it, I, I think Gabe Lardy going to slide right in very nicely with those two. So I think that could be a very good line. And I, honestly, I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it's going to all depend on how how well we're doing at the trade deadline. I could very well see Connor Hellebuck and Mark Shifley come back and resign. It just it, they want to see a direction of winning with this yeah. hockey team. Well, and I think what would absolutely tank, I think those two had seen what happened with Blake Wheeler in the 2018 run. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this team's going to do it. And then, you know, ultimately we ran Blake Wheeler out of town. I, I think that both Connor and Mark had seen what happens there. And they might not even sign, even if the Jets go all the way. For sure. I mean, that's all, that's a possibility. Um, I think Mark Shifley is more likely in that scenario to resign. Um, I think Connor Hellebuck needs to be shown that, that they're going to be good for the next, the couple years that he signs. He wants to make sure that we are a playoff, a deep run team. Um, and if, if he doesn't see that, I, I think, I think we're losing him. So yeah. I, and I don't hate that either. I think if we can trade for, you know, if we can trade Connor Hellebuck for some really good pieces, Obviously, this team doesn't want to rebuild, right? So they want to retool. So I think there's there's a lot, a lot you can get for Connor Hellebuck. And especially with all the goaltending depth we do have right now, it wouldn't be the worst thing. But with that slate of young guys that are due to come up with the Jets, and even, even if you lose Connor Hellebuck and you're running with Brassois and another backup, you don't need to have that. Yes, that elite goalie is going to win you games. But I think in the long run, you're going to have a way better chance with a pretty good goaltender. You don't need that elite guy. I mean, we we've seen that time and time again, uh, or at least recent with recent memory. Yeah, it, yeah, it's proven it for sure. I mean, you, you look at last season, right? And that that makes the case for you. But uh, yeah, for me, I, it's it's still Connor Hellebuck. I still got so much faith in that guy that he is when he's playing well and he makes those big saves. It it almost turns the whole gear for the team, and you can see them get that energy back. Okay, Hellebuck's bailing us out again. Let's go, right? Um, and I so I think he's sort of a little bit the heart of this team. Um, so I yeah, I'd hate to see him go. Okay, interesting. I like that. Uh, thoughts on the new forty eight RCAF jerseys? Yeah, so um, we sort of got the news that they were going to be releasing some of the uh, the new jersey. And, you know, there's speculations, but I think I'm the one uh, or I said uh, last week, I said I was pretty sure it was going to be a new version of that jersey. So, um, yeah, it's it's nice. I like it. The gloves throw me off a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't care for that. It's 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 OK. It's it's good. I think the the light blue is sort of uh, nice going back to sort of that that Jets jersey with just like the Jets written out there. Whatever. A lot of people didn't like that one either. I I think there's people sort of on both sides right now. I was talking to um, Ross Levitan, who works with us, and he says he did not like them at all. Kelly Moore loved them. Uh, Dwayne Gilowajczyk loved them last night on the uh, on the uh, on the call. Um, yeah, I'm sort of in the middle. I'm sort of in the middle. I think they're going to sell lots of them. 
do I think they're the best jerseys? No, but they're good. They're real. They're nice. The gloves. I don't think that that was like, I don't get it, but. So old man, Owasco gives you like 300 bucks to drop on a new Jersey. Any Jets jersey you want, you're not buying that one. Not buying that one. Listen, I don't have a I don't have a heritage jersey yet. Uh, yeah, I know. So I have uh, I have the original and I have that blue one with the Jets on it, and I think they're both Dubois. So I'm gonna have <laughs> to buy something new. But it won't be that one. I love it, but I got so many. Uh, I got so many light blues. I got like the Jays light blue. I got the Twins light blue for baseball jerseys. And uh, so I think I'd end up going heritage for sure. I, I, there's no beating those heritage jerseys. Not a chance. I was honestly hoping for an announcement that they were going to be like, surprise, heritage jerseys all year yeah. long. That's I think that's what a lot of people are really hoping for. And uh, I mean, in my head, I knew that they are not going to do that. But uh, yeah, man, would it be sweet to see them rock those every night? Mm, I just need to start bullying Mark Chipman somehow. I don't there know go. how, but like we're gonna start sending letters off to Mr. Chipman. Yeah, yeah. Just start hammering him on Twitter, like yeah. everybody else. There we go. He definitely reads all of those replies. <laughs> uh, who do you see as the Jets' core four going into this season? Yeah. So I mean, well, obviously you got Mark Shifley. Uh, you got uh, Connor. You got Gabe Velarde, and then I. I'm going to say you're going to have to throw in Ehlers. Uh, that's obviously, hopefully, stay, he stays healthy. Do I think that Perfetti is going to be there? No. No. I think Perfetti it might struggle this year. He, they might end up throwing him back on the on the wing, which is fine. He's, he's a very, very high IQ player. I think he's very skilled. Um, so it's just going to take him a couple years to find his game, and he needs to get a full season in the NHL. That's his biggest problem right now is that he hasn't played a ton. So uh, yeah, like right now I'm going to wing for a guy like that who says he is way more comfortable in the center spot because he can actually think about and groove in and out the way yeah. he wants to rather than okay, I guess I have to go left or I have to go right. So yeah. I, 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 it's interesting you think that he's going to regress a little bit, but I think this year if he's center, I don't see him getting hurt nearly as bad. It, it, it's tough, right? Because he is a smaller guy. Um, he he moves well, uh, but he does have that history. And, you know, like there's there's always those possibilities. And it's just it's something something in me is worrying me. Right. Um, I just don't know if he's going if he's quite at the level that we need him to be at to man that second line center yet. And I don't I don't know what the what the win is here. Like, I don't know if putting him on the wing is going to help necessarily. But no. um, it's sort of that, okay, if we're going to win this year and we need, and, you know, we got to, that's obviously what they're going for. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to try to win the Stanley Cup. Um, and are, is everybody comfortable with Cole Perfetti as our second line center? I'm not sure. As, as a playoff contender, absolutely. As a Stanley Cup contender, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. I think, I think we could easily be a fringe playoff team. And Cole Perfetti being our second line center. But can I see us going up against Vegas or Edmonton with Cole Perfetti as our second line center? No. No. Nope. Not a chance. Yeah, that's uh that's interesting. Uh that you think that Cole Perfetti is gonna regress in the center's position. I don't know. I've got all the faith in the world with that guy. It's just Nikolai Ehlers. That's my question mark of if that guy's not healthy, who are the Jets really? 
I agree. I think that that second line right now, as as the lines are made up, depend on Ehlers being ready to go and healthy and back to good old Ehlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be the guy that brings that puck into the zone, clear space, maybe gives Perfetti that the room to be able to become that goal scorer, right? Break in the zone, let Perfetti sort of be able to be able to move around, find that open space. But uh, yeah, if he, if he's injured and, and not back to his, you know, self, he, it's going to be tough. And Bones even said, you know, we need we need healers out there. We need him getting uh, back up to his regular minutes because otherwise, yeah, I think I think everybody knows that we'd be in some tough shape without him. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a little bit scary without healers. But I mean, you also got Vlad Nemestikov. Now, obviously, a very different player, but somebody I'm comfortable having in that second line role. For sure. Yeah, he he's an absolute uh, jack-of-all-trades type of player, right? You can throw him in anywhere and almost And you're going to succeed with him. Like, I mean, That's look right. at what he did last night, hauling it back to the end there and getting a block off. Yeah. Like, what a guy. Yeah, I, I really like him. I think he's he's a perfect tool for almost any NHL team because he can just go anywhere. He's comfortable, seems like, with everybody. So, yeah. And the yeah, fact that Jets locked him up for next to nothing, got him for next to nothing. Yeah. What a good dude to have around. So, yeah, you know what? As I have to give Chevy all the praise uh, this offseason and, and, the, and the last couple of years, I think he's done just an outstanding job. And that Dubois trade really was nailing the coffin. Like, all right, let's roll. You know, and like that's my issue with Kevin Shovel Day off, though, is the dude doesn't lose trades, which is awesome. Like, yeah. you know, you name me one trade that, name me two trades, I suppose, where he's lost a trade. Not very many of them. Yeah. Uh, but in that, not losing trades where's the playoff wins yeah and and that's the problem right so i what what when i think of chevy making trades and making moves i think it's a little bit a little bit too little too late that's how i feel like it's like we're making these moves that probably should have been made two years ago when i see moves being made right like blake wheeler being finally you know bought out Okay, probably should have been a move we made a couple years ago, right? Um, Dubois being traded. Okay, that's great. We knew he wasn't going to stay. So why didn't we trade him at the deadline for some for a lot of pieces there? Maybe made we were in the playoffs, maybe make a bit better push. It's it's just a lot, a lot of skepticism on my behalf with him because it is it is always seems like it's too late. And mm-hmm. then we're and then we're trying to fight again, and then oh something else comes up. Now we got to do something with this, like Shifley and Hellebuck. Now what are we gonna do? Now we're gonna, there's all these little things that go into every season, and it feels like we always like wait till the very last moment before something needs to be done, and then we end up getting a little bit screwed. Yeah, but I mean, like, so it's sometimes sitting on his hands has been the most genius thing. I mean, yeah. like everyone's like, oh Timo Meyer, Timo Meyer, Timo Meyer last season. Well, what do we get? We get Nino Niederreiter, way better guy in my opinion i'm sure in your opinion as well for this team absolutely absolutely nino is one of my favorite players on this team right now just because he's an absolute workhorse Mm -hmm. that guy gives you 110 percent every time he's on the ice yeah he sure does and i mean like and you could see that positivity rub off on mark shifley early on in the in the tenure between those two and i kind of hope you get to see that again this this season like, yeah, Nino Niederreiter for a full 82 games. You watch out. This uh, He's going to be doing some good stuff for us. So, yeah, it, it's interesting. Like, like, two years, yeah, it would have been great to have Blake Wheeler gone at the start of the, you know, last season. But, you know, 
Yeah. yeah. That, and and that's, it's sort he of does tough. So much that's right, I, but he does so much wrong. That's right. It's, it's a love hate. When he, when he does something, you're like, wow, what a move. And then he doesn't do something. And you're like, why didn't you do something? And then he does something great. And you're like, okay, we're back. And it's, yeah. it's just a lot of that, a lot of up and down. I feel like, I feel like he lives and thrives with uh, with uh, Jets media coverage, <laughs> just oh, man. slowly losing their minds. Yeah. Yeah. You love him one day, the next week you just hate him. It's because it's like, come on, dude, just give us something. Yeah. Yeah. And but the master of talking in circles. Oh, oh yeah. He won't, he doesn't give away any answers. No. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, final question for you of the day. This, I mean, we kind of answered this already, but do the Jets have the best trio in hockey right now? best goalie trio in hockey i i think so i don't i don't know who else there is to compete i mean if you looked at maybe the two right then you think okay swayman Allmark, okay will they be able to re- repeat what happened last year i don't think so anyway but um you know but with delia and i i just think they're gonna be unbelievable i think even if there is an injury pray to god that there's not um i think we'll still be fine and i think it's proven more and more every year that number one goalies aren't the make or break for playoffs for regular season 100 i think having that number one goalie that's going to take you right through is great but in the playoffs it's so high energy everybody's body's on the line giving a little bit more defensively that maybe having that number one goalie isn't the biggest deal so if it is brossoir if it is delia if it's whoever i think it uh i think will be really really okay really really okay i like that with that trio (laughs) braden well thank you for uh hopping on here we'll have to have you on sometime past the quarter point of the season let's do it let's do it and uh yeah you have a good one there buddy yeah you too it's been a blast i always enjoy coming on and talking some jets with you absolutely well yeah like i said we'll do this again we're trying to do a little bit more uh more guest stuff here so okay we love having you on so yeah have a good one perfect see ya see ya peace